From the Ben Pixel Studios in Las Vegas, Nevada, this is Phone Booth Fighting, a free weekly podcast covering the world of mixed martial arts and far beyond with Frank Mayer and Richard Hunter. That's me. <laughs> Let's uh, introduce our guests in studio, Frank. I'll uh, introduce uh, my uh, uh, friend for show and tell mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. and then uh, you can uh, introduce our mutual friend over here to my right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is nationally touring comedian Raj yes. Sharma. Raj and I have been friends uh, since since before I started stand-up comedy, yeah. uh, actually. I was at uh, your first show. Yes, you were. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you still talk to me to this day, which is a <laughs> testament. It was really good. Thank you. I was really much. impressed. I, I, I went. I'm not going to lie, uh, because we are friends. I went yeah. to go. Ah, he's not. He's going to fuck this. Yeah. Up. yeah. <laughs> That's. I was. Go, it's like. Let's go see, Big Dick do yeah. this. And I was like, fuck, he's good. <laughs> Thanks, man. It was you. really clever shit. And I was like, okay, um, he's good. He is clever, motherfucker. Yeah. Thank he you. Is. Well, I, really I, 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 that was a that was a, a epiphany night for me because it's a kind of thing uh, I've said before, but I wished I'd done it sooner. And I just didn't. I always thought I so respected that medium. I just thought it was something for other people, you know. Yeah, but and when it, I saw you that night, uh, I. For like at the end, by the end of it, I was like, he's done. He's he's had to have done this before. Oh, like, thanks, there's no man. way that he's yeah. not done this before. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I was I stuck with it from that night, and and uh, look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the opening act uh, twice a week at the Stratosphere at the L.A. Comedy Club. So uh, anyway, hey, and and hopefully I uh, hopefully I'm gonna do a guest set uh, this week with please, you. Please Any come word through. or did they did I get rejected? Uh, I just no no I just uh, I just texted him now. Okay, okay good. To All right. Him. Okay, Raj is uh, at the uh, Tropicana this yep. week on the Las Vegas Strip at the Laugh Factory, two shows nightly, right? Yep. Through 830, Sunday. Uh, 8.30 and 10.30 through Sunday. Okay, awesome. And uh, so we'll talk more about that here in a little bit. Uh, Frank, uh, to regular listeners of our podcast, they already know this pro wrestling personality, but go ahead and explain to uh, the, the unanointed. Yeah, the man of many hats, Austin Aries, if pro wrestling world knows, uh, but now also dabbling in comedy, uh, Mixed martial arts. We're going to get a fight here going. We're doing the high rollers, I think, in about a year. Yeah. Wow. And I'm, then, I've, uh, I, started, I started prepping the, the, the rolling part. Oh, is that what you started We figured out we meet in the now. middle somewhere. I'm a white belt when yeah. it comes to uh, black belt in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Six-degree black belt in marijuana. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cannabis. So yeah. And uh, current <clears throat> manager now for the pro wrestling ventures. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so uh, yeah. always Did fun to have case. Austin on the podcast, absolutely. So we've got fights to talk about. UFC 239 was this past weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, Frank has some red-hot opinions about one particular element of uh, that fight card. If you haven't seen his Twitter feed yet, uh, you can uh, go check it out and uh, get get uh, caught up before we get into this topic. But uh, anyway, we'll be doing that. I want to give a quick shout-out, though, before we do anything else, to uh, our Patreon. If you go to the front of phoneboothfighting.com, there's a Patreon banner. Click on that because uh, we're starting something new by the time you hear this. Um, our, our Patreon is a subscription service that is available for $1 a month. That's right. It will only cost you $1 a month. Now, right there, right now, there are uh, some videos up there that are only available through Patreon. There is uh, our interview we did uh, with the late Ralphie May uh, in his mm. dressing room a couple of months before he passed away. 
play our interview with Billy Bob Thornton in his uh, hotel room, and then a couple of live shows that we've done. Uh, the one we did in Chicago a couple of nights before your fight with Fedor that we did with Chell Sun and Big John McCarthy, that has previously only been available for sale through the Phone Booth Fighting Store, but it's up there on the uh, Patreon page exclusively for our subscribers. So what we're going to do is we're going to throw up uh, a little uh, bonus content that we get into after the show, a little post-show uh, uh, action, but then also a little pre-show action. Because a lot of people don't realize this show gets started 20 minutes before we start it. And uh, <laughs> case in point today, we had a whole pro wrestling conversation yeah. before this uh, show even got underway. So we're going to put uh, both of those bookends up on the Patreon Wait, page each week. Put, you're going to put that up there? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, sorry. Uh, oh, it is available. The controversy sells. It is available uh, <laughs> for merely one dollar a month. So go to phoneboothfighting.com, click on our Patreon banner, and check it out, and uh, you'll get you some uh, pre and post show unfiltered controversial bonus content up yeah, there each a, week. I feel so dirty. I've been sold for a dollar a month. <laughs> <laughs> My career just got, I mean, not whatever is left of it or whatever. You're selling yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's not even a dollar because yeah. that's not your cut. You need someone to, yeah. pa <laughs> we we need someone to pass out tickets uh, <laughs> yeah. around town for your show. I might be looking for a gig. Should I work my way up? Do to the uh, sandwich board? No, yeah, they make the me do that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I, I, I want to learn the ways, man. Speaking of, yeah. before the show. Speaking <laughs> of uh, passing out tickets to Raj, show you have the uh, you got my promo queued up here Mikey I was just gonna play a little bit we're not gonna play Raj's whole act but I wanted oh. to just play a little promo what is this uh, clip here this is it this is from the uh, Laugh from, Factory in Vegas yeah this is from uh, they, they uh, I was the first special that the Laugh Factory oh, cool. produced how long ago was this shot uh, 2014. All right. If, if you're uh, watching, we'll just, we'll just play a few minutes of it. But if you're watching on our uh, Phone Booth Fighting YouTube channel, you can uh, see it. And uh, I just wanted to get the introduction here. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Gal uh, let's see if it opens with Gallagher. Because Gallagher opened my special. Ooh, really? Like we did a sketch together. That's awesome. Oh, oh really cool. 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 Okay. No, they, they don't. Here. Okay, they don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, there's there's a lot heavier. It was out. a lot heavier back then. <laughs> Give me a little audio here, yeah. I see all your hands got tired at the exact same time. That was pretty impressive. <laughs> you guys stopped clapping so quick. You guys were nice and shitty all in the same breath. <laughs> You're like, yay, now we judge. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Las Vegas, how you guys doing? I was, uh, I was watching TV in my room earlier today, and I saw a preview for a show. Some of you may have heard of it. Some of you may not have. I saw a preview for a show called uh, Amish Mafia. Heard of this show? First, first of all, I wasn't aware that the quilting business um, <laughs> was so cutthroat that it required the protection of a mafia. So I posted that joke on Facebook, and a buddy of mine's like, hey man, take that joke down. You could get in trouble. Uh, so I'd like to clear it up right here, right now, in front of all of you guys and say this to them. Um, Fuck the Amish Mafia. <laughs> really, I could get in trouble? They live in Pennsylvania. I live in California. Do you understand how long it would take them <laughs> to get here by a horse-drawn carriage? And that's assuming they survived the winter in Nebraska. <laughs> and what is that conversation like? Right? Like, hey, Jedediah, Ezekiel. The guy Ross Sharma's talking a lot of shit about us. 
Yeah, let's go get him. <laughs> In seven years, that guy's fucked. <laughs> Very nice. Sorry, for the rest of it, you got to go to the... Uh, to the Tropicana this week. Yeah, please do. I haven't done that joke. It, yeah. was a, a, it wasn't a friend that sent me an email. I, uh, I was doing this joke about the Amish Mafia, and I started getting Facebook messages mm. where people were like... Lit- no I guess shit. It, I'm, not, I'm not even lying. Like, no I guess shit. people. I guess people were watching the show and believed it. Like, It's the people that don't understand that reality shows are scripted. Yeah. And so they're like, hey, man, you need to take that down. They're real. And they'll fuck you up. <laughs> and so I literally sold koozies for two years that just said "fuck the Amish mafia" uh, with a horse-drawn carriage, and it was in the uh, the Godfather like the font. Well, uh, and, but and people and were literally sending me messages. And the first question would be, "How is the Amish mafia see seeing your <laughs> Facebook <laughs> post?" Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. obviously, those people are going to go tell them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, I got a whole. I mean, I got a whole bit on that. Where no, do, but, as yeah, far yeah. as firearms work. Yeah. Where's their technological cutoff? I mean, are they still? Yeah. Mm. Are they still at the musket? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, motherfucker. Yeah. 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 Don't move. Don't move. You wonder if they have a lot of Thirty seconds, you can walk up and be like, "So, uh, <laughs> is there a certain like level of like degrees of technology they allow themselves to be behind? They yeah, well, they like, graduate. They look, but I mean, they're lagging a certain level of technology. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the kids are getting excited. But they, but they, they let them go. The don't they let them leave for like a year? Yeah. Or something like oh that. yeah, they that's uh, Romspringer. Yeah. Isn't that what they call it? Yeah, yeah. Romspringer, Romspringer. Yeah. R- yeah. Oh, I don't know much about that. I gotta be yeah. honest, with you, I'm extremely ignorant. Of that. Yeah, they get to leave. Uh, they get to decide if they. Uh, I don't know what age that is. Yeah. I think it's 21 or something like that. But they can leave and go see what the real world's like and decide if they want to come back or not. Yeah. You know what? I respect that. Yeah. yeah. And that's then huge. They, uh, yeah, but they always usually like leave send and then get like to, fucked up on shit. Like send them to Nebraska yeah. in the winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Like, no, but like yeah, there was um. Uh, I th- I want I can't remember which channel did it. My stomach's fell. Um, what channel did it? But they covered it like all these Amish kids. It was like a reality show. Yeah, and they would just get like fucking blackout drunk and then start doing drugs and shit like and then happy. So you mean when I seen that Amish girl on Pornhub, it might not have been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that might have been real. It was trying to learn how to make some soap. Rumspringa girls ten. Yeah. Mikey probably shot that. Sound <laughs> like you think you ever filmed, Mikey? Right. We didn't get. We didn't have the budget for an Amish. Uh, oh. An Amish outfit. What's the budget? Not much. <laughs> Freshly turned butter. Like, yeah. that's, all, like, <laughs> that's all it would take. All right, let's uh, let's talk uh, a little uh, uh, about what happened this past weekend with uh, with the fights, and uh, then we got to talk about some fights that occurred outside of the UFC. <laughs> but uh, UFC uh, two thirty nine went down this past weekend. I was there. Uh, at T-Mobile Arena here in Las Vegas, uh, two title fights on the line. John Jones successfully defended against Tiago Santos. Uh, split decision, 48-47. I actually, uh, as I was there live, scored it 48-47 for Santos. And uh, Dana White uh, said that anybody who scored that any different than uh, four rounds to one for John Jones is out of their mind, basically. But the three judges agreed with me. Uh, All of them had it 48-47, and the second round was the only uh, question mark there. But uh, Tiago Santos gave a real good accounting of himself, especially with uh, an injured uh, leg that uh, got injured in the first round, as a matter of fact. I think, Frank, I mean, you know, jump in with any of your thoughts here, but one thing that occurred to me as I was watching that fight is I worry sometimes that to judges the optics of when you get an injury that early in a fight that it can look bad to the judges. Because it's like when you throw a kick – 
and you you don't you have to plant your foot back down and maybe you wobble on it a little bit. They're like, oh, did he get hit? Mm-hmm. Did he? Is that a slip? Did he go down? No, you know 100%. what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's not pretty. I that can way. point out specifically one point when uh, Silva was trying to, uh, you know, uh, strafe out to his left, and he hit the cage, and he was in a you know move left. And John threw a kick that didn't land with shin. In fact, his foot kind of caught Tiago in the chest. Not a devastating shot by any stretch of the imagination, right? Uh, Caught him on the end of it. Well, but but Tiago's leg being what it was, he buckled against the cage and kind of came up a little bit and kept moving. I guarantee you that depending on where you were, unless you were where I was, where the camera could see perfectly going, oh, that wasn't the shot that you it appeared to be. Mm. But if you were looking from anywhere else, you seen a leg go up and then Tiago's back is to you. You see Tiago crumple down and move off. You're like, oh, that was a hell of a shot. You know what I mean? So it did have a huge factor in helping John as far as some of the exchanges when Tiago, the way he moved, made it look more dramatic for in favor of John. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amanda Nunez, uh, I mean, I guess before we move on from that, uh, any, anything else you want to say about that? I think the question now for, uh, John Jones is having done everything he's done at light heavyweight. And there are some other possible contenders. Jan Blakovich is one of them who, who had a great, uh, knockout victory on the undercard over Luke Rockhold. There are challenges for him at light heavyweight, but you know, now people talk more and more about the idea of him eventually fighting at heavyweight. And if he fights at heavyweight, maybe doing a third fight with Daniel Cormier, but this time on Cormier's more natural ground of heavyweight. What do you think about that? If he fights Cormier at heavyweight, I would agree if I was in his corner in his camp with that movement up, uh, fighting a uh, Milchik or a Ngano mm-hmm. or, or a JDS even still, I wouldn't agree with because, uh, you know, getting hit by a guy who weighs 245 to 260 is not getting hit by a guy who who sucked down to 205 just mm-hmm. <laughs> 24 hours before. Yeah. You even see it with Cormier. His power is different at heavyweight than, you know, he, I can't even think, did he ever knock anybody out at light heavyweight? You're talking about Cormier? Yeah. Uh, b- 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 oh, uh, uh, Patrick Cummins? The, okay. Yeah. His first fight. But it was more, let's a TKO stop it. I yeah. mean, definitely no, like, no, no, clean. one yeah, hitter, yeah. quitter. But at heavyweight, yeah. before yeah. he cut down to light heavyweight, yeah. he did that to uh, Bigfoot Silva. Yeah, yeah. Caught him with a shot that turned his lights off. Yeah. And then he won the heavyweight title, catching, <laughs> yeah. you know. So it shows that, look, guys hit harder at that weight. It's less forgiving. John has great reach, but he's not fast. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, 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 you, Santos kind of took advantage of that. Santos was more explosive, quicker. That's why the ex- combinations looked the way they did. And John has to keep distance and range. Um, uh, and I think that that would be a the Cormier fight. I would be okay with because I feel that Cormier is still kind of a tweener for him, mm-hmm. and not. But some of the other heavyweights, I, I don't think would be a great fight for John. I think that he could easily win, not easily win, but uh, not betting against him to do mm. so. <sighs> But just at light heavyweight, why why not just stay there and mm-hmm. cruise on everybody? You know what I mean? Like even if he rematches with Santos, because now there's a narrative. You know, first time I think anybody even had a split decision against uh, that he beat only by a split, right? No, uh, the first Daniel? Uh, Gustafson. Oh, first fight. Gu- that's right. Yeah. Sorry, you're right. First yeah. Gustafson fight. But uh, you know, here's another guy that fought him a close fight. You know, mm-hmm. and 
you know, having a rematch immediately turned around, I don't think is a far-fetched idea. Uh, but if John were to implement more shots, more mm-hmm. takedowns in the next one, I think that he could stretch it to more of a convincing win. I think you could definitely make the case for a uh, uh, a rematch with Santos. Problem is with his injuries, I think he's going to be out for a bit. I don't know what the state of his uh, knee is and all the rest of that. I think it was yeah. every ligament. Yeah. Now, hey, no, uh, sorry, guys. Let me just make sure my mom hasn't washed away in the hurricane. Hold on mm-hmm. one second. This is uh, my mom calling in from New Orleans. Hello, we're taping the podcast right now. Uh, are you in a boat? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I it's okay. Is everything all right? Well, it's flooding. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're going to uh, make it a little wet, but everything's all right. Okay, just checking. I'll call you after the podcast. Is there. I just want to make sure this <laughs> wet. I'm going oh, to miss my one opportunity right, to yeah. say goodbye. <laughs> Well, that's true, but I won't wait until tomorrow. I'll call you after the podcast is over. Okay. All right, there's yeah, my she mom. Called, she called right as I got the alert that it's uh, yeah, flooding, and right. now the, Me it's, too. it's supposed to be upgraded my to mom a hurricane by Saturday. Checking mm-hmm. in from New Orleans, uh, Hurricane Central. Okay, you were saying, Frank. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. mom threw you off. You were. I, I interrupted you. That, yeah, you know you, why? Were, did you? Was I talking? You know what that look right there was from? What? That was from the High Rollers tournament uh, this week. Uh, <laughs> residual effects of that. Right there. We were talking about the idea of the Santos rematch, and maybe oh, I was yeah. talking. Maybe I don't remember. But anyway, I think you could. You know, that's going to obviously take that because one thing John said in the post-fight press conference is he wants to keep fighting more regularly because now he's kind of back on track after a lot of inactivity. So you know, before you get a Santos rematch, I think uh, you could get maybe a contender like. Uh, I mentioned Jan Blakovich, Corey Anderson is out there. Yeah. Also, Johnny Walker, that young guy that came up through the Contender Series, the Brazilian. This guy is, uh, I think, has gone three and zero so far in the UFC. Every fight has been a first round knockout. Now it may be too early for him to get that title shot, but one thing you always have as a challenge with John is marketing a contender against him. Because to the casual fan, all those names I just mentioned, you're going to have to explain to them who they are. And mm. so I could see putting up something like, hey, this guy's undefeated in the UFC. Every fight's first-round knockout. And maybe that's something they can uh, latch on to if he doesn't uh, entertain going to heavyweight. All right, Amanda Nunez uh, knocks out Holly Holm, defends her UFC Bantamweight title. She stays the double champ. She, of course, has the featherweight title as well. And I'm telling you, Frank, uh, if if people didn't already agree with this before, I think it is uh, undeniable now that Amanda Nunez is the greatest female mixed martial artist in UFC history. Talk me out of it. I can't. <laughs> you can't. I mean, like, um, the only thing is, is that, it's funny is that the one person I would pay to see fight again is Shevenko. Oh yeah, yeah. Even though you know if she were to, if they were to meet at 135, mm-hmm. I know she has two wins over her, but that's the one girl I think that like if you told me tomorrow that Nunez is going to lose to somebody, and again that being said that she's beat her twice, that's about it. Everybody else she's just head and shoulders above, and just there's mm. there's just yeah. isn't anybody out there that I, I can see right now, and, and not to insult anybody, but just like. I thought Cyborg would have been a good fight because of just so much size. She's just so much bigger of a human being. And her roasting her the way she did, just, you know, with that overhand right, just and crushing and showing how hard she really hits it. Mm-hmm. Look, you can be bigger and stronger than me. Your chin, I'm mm-hmm. just still going to put knuckles on it. You know, 
shit. You know what I mean? Like now when they go to fight, it's like, well, actually the more powerful puncher is Amanda. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like well, you're the bigger person and you don't hit harder. So now they're quicker than you and they hit harder. That's a horrible combination. Dana White said in the post-fight press conference that he, because the thing with Chris Cyborg is she's got her fight coming up in a few weeks against Felicia Spencer, and then she's a free agent. That's the end of her contract. She said she wants to test free agency. Dana said to us in the post-fight press conference that he would give her an extension tomorrow if she would agree to a Cyborg rematch after the Spencer fight. Uh, I know Amanda Nunez wants that fight. That would be an incredibly marketable fight. I think the interesting thing about uh, Nunez's position right now, having both belts, is we've now seen this done four times, including her. She's the only female that uh, has done it. But um, uh, we we have uh, now seen a couple other fighters do it. But the difference is nobody has been able to simultaneously defend both. No. I think Nunez can do this simply because... Uh, she One, she's so dominant at Bantamweight, but two, there are so few people relatively in the featherweight division that she, I think she will focus maybe for every two defenses of a Bantamweight title, there might be one of a featherweight title, but just because there are so few people in that division right now, I think she could periodically just jump back up to there, defend that title, come back down, especially 100%. with, yeah, especially with Cyborg kind of being uh, in flux. And, you know, the thing with Holly Holm, too, uh, I was talking about this uh, guest host in MMA Junkie Radio yesterday, is that because Dana brought up in the post-fight press conference about, well, you know, he didn't say Holly should retire, but there, you know, he was kind of like, uh, you know, I'd probably at this point, and because she's a little older, she's getting okay. into her later 30s, okay. you got to consider where you're at. Yeah. But I think the thing for her to do right now is commit to featherweight for a bit because she can fight at featherweight. She, the, the losses she's had at bantamweight since being when she was champion. Uh, it's a murderer's row of talent, but she has gone, I think it's like two and five in her last seven fights, so that's not awesome. But just move up there to featherweight and just, you know, kind of reestablish yourself, rebrand yourself in that upper weight class. What do you think about that idea? Yeah, I agree. I think maybe, you know, show that. Um, she needs to get. The problem with Holly, I think, right now, it's a stylistic issue that I think some of the other girls have seen now is that her strikes, in, if you watch her boxing matches, uh-huh. are kind of the same way. She can score and then she moves, right? Sticks and moves. She's almost kind of like a, a, a proverbial, like kind of Muhammad Ali, but mm. but there is no firepower besides the one head knockout of Ronda Rousey, like her having that ability just to be menacing when she comes forward. So now girls are just planting their feet and throwing when they see her come, mm-hmm. and she's having a hard time dealing with just that one fix. It like everybody is seeing now. They're like, oh. Don't worry, you're not going to catch her. She's very fast. She's Machida-like. But whereas Machida, you can't just sit there and go, well, when he comes in, I'm just going to hit him. They're like, he might smoke you when he comes in. You know what I mean? Like, the guy hits really hard. Mm. They're explosive with that straight punch, you know? Um, Holly doesn't have that. So that's why I guess in the back of my mind, we're talking about where she can do it. She somehow, if going to 145 will help her establish that somewhere where she has that shot, that earns the respect of the other girls where they don't they can't just sit there and go here she comes i'm not even going to move out of the way of the first mm-hmm, shot mm-hmm. let it hit me so i know she's in range mm-hmm. and then i'm going to fucking blast her 
And, and that's what I think she's dealing with now. The issue that everybody is kind of just following that pattern, and that's the pattern to beat her. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Let's, um, let's. I just pull. never want to get. I, 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 as a fan, can I just ask, like, what's. <laughs> like, when people ask me, like, what, why'd you get to stand up? Like, mm-hmm. I know why I got into this. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a defense mechanism from bullying uh, when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. I got really good at telling jokes because it's hard, it takes a special kind of asshole. To keep punching you when you're giggling, mm-hmm. like it takes mm-hmm. a special kind of like what's okay. the like what's the motiv- <laughs> what's the motivation yeah, okay. for like getting in to this? Getting hit is kind of like vomiting. <laughs> no, here, good analogy, right? <laughs> okay. No one really wants to vomit before they vomit, right? Like you sit there going, I don't feel good. I'm gonna vomit. You try to avoid it. At least I do. I yeah, sit there for and go. Sure. If I just take a couple deep breaths, this mm. shit ain't gonna happen. Right, right, right. Oh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, your brain hits that moment. You're like, "Get the fuck up, go to the bathroom." The shit's yeah. about to blow. Mm. Then you puke. It's miserable why it's happening. You're sitting there, your guts are wrenching up. You yeah. know, you're, you're you're exploding. Then when you're done, you sit there, and about five minutes later, you're like, "Huh, I actually feel better." Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, but funny thing is, the next time the situation comes up again, you're like, ah, "I don't really want that to happen." To happen again. Yeah. But then once you get through it, so getting hit, honestly, like. When I've been rocked and hit and practiced, like beforehand, there's always an apprehension to wanting to get hit. If you of don't, course. But then once it so. happens, there's almost an addictive type of like, mm-hmm. I'm okay. fucking alive. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like a tingling wake you up and you're just like, wow. there's like a different sense. Like, I guess like there's like a runner's high. There's a sure. fighter's high. Yeah. We're like, we were just talking about on the way here, actually, about how probably he feels right now. You yeah, know, yeah. They took a concussive shot to the head. Yeah. And it's like, well, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, you actually probably feel good right now. And he does. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? Like, great. there's like, yeah. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> See, <laughs> and, and you know what, Frank? <laughs> smell this, blood. This yeah, you is, can smell, you smell blood. And, absolutely and this is why, ultimately, <laughs> you are cut out to be a professional fighter, and I'm just interloping uh, on the experience for a brief period of time because I was just thinking about this yesterday, uh, doing a little training. Raj, Raj doesn't know. I'm training for my second amateur mixed martial arts fight. I had really? my first one last yeah. year and I got my second one coming up this year. That's fantastic. Then, you could do it. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no it's no. fantastic. Come on, you don't even be a part of it. But no, no, no. but yeah. the thing the thing that I always wonder to me, and I, I was right about this instinctually, before I signed up to do this, because now by the time I do this at the end of it's either going to be end of September or early October, I will have spent about two years experiencing this and doing the camps and all that kind of stuff and the thing i always wondered what it would feel like before i got into this was i think it's so weird we were talking like just kind of random street fight stories and stuff before even before you guys got here raj and i were about things we'd seen and you know uh, incidents on the street stuff but those you don't know are happening like those are surprises i always thought it must be the craziest thing to be able to look at a calendar and go you know what Three months from this Friday, someone is going to try to beat me unconscious. Yeah. Like I've got it on my calendar, and they've that's, got it on theirs. That, that's what I'm saying, right? Like that's what uh, that, that's how you get fans because uh, for the skill of some of them, but for like for me, it's just I, I, the amount of respect that I have yeah. for pro- professional wrestlers and for MMA guys is like you know. You're walking yeah. into a, like if a fight fucking happens. That is the worst thing. No, no, you're right. The worst part about it is anticipation. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's right. anticipation. Yeah, yeah. If somehow you like I always tell people it's like being in a car wreck while it's happening, you're not sitting there going, This is fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. your brain is just going, Oh shit, fuck, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're in the yeah. car wreck and then afterwards you get out, you're like, Whoa, that was crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. 
Now, if I said, hey, in about 15 minutes, that car's going to run a stoplight and smash into you, you'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> why? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I like, like why. Can, can we talk yeah. about this? You know what I mean? Like, you know, like uh, that's going to hurt, isn't it? You're yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah not yeah, at yeah. first. You're yeah. just going to be, shock will be the first thing you're going to feel. Yeah. Uh, but tomorrow, yeah, you're going to hurt like a motherfucker. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I am al- I've already had the thought. I try to put it on my mind for now, but I'm like, you know what? It's going to be nice this Christmas because this is going to be the first time in two years that I won't have one of those dates on my calendar. I'm looking mm. forward to getting that date off my calendar. <laughs> I'm not that. saying I won't ever encounter adversity again, yeah. but it won't be planned like you know. It won't be booked out like that. Do you have a nickname? Do you uh, what? Did, what do you go by? No, like, I don't have anything. I didn't have anything for the first season. I people uh, seem to latch onto the fact that I'm a, a a vegan, so I've gotten like the violent vegan or violent vegan. vegan. That's good. Right. Like that. That. I like, I like it. it. Yeah. yeah, I I, uh, I was talking to I, I met uh, Chuck Liddell uh, uh-huh. on New Year's Eve. Uh, That's a good time to meet Chuck Liddell. Yeah. Maybe uh, not so much these days, but New Year's Eve pass. That yeah. would be the time he, uh, to meet he, him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we had a, it was weird. We just got introduced, and then we had a 15-minute conversation about fantasy football. Oh, okay. Uh, but he's like, the, the, the Iceman. Like, you they, you guys get nicknamed. Like, yeah. this girl's name is Cy, like, fucking Cyborg. Like, yeah. I couldn't. I'm too big of a pussy. So, like, mine yeah. would be like Raj Puppy Snuggle Sharma. Like, mm-hmm. that's like, that's, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. You don't want to. You want to fight me. Like, because yeah. you know you're going to win. Like, yeah. that's what it is. So, I yeah. like the violent vegan. I think you should stick with that. All right. Well, I think. Uh, I think that could sell shirts. Yeah. 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 Maybe I, we'll. I, I, I personally think you're missing an opportunity with something with Big Dick Hunter and something like the. the how about the Human Hunter? Oh. Mm. I like vegan. See, anything. See, I, like, I like alliteration. So yeah. any like both of those flow mm. very nicely. Well, if we're gonna sell shirts, let's let's do them before the fight because I depending on how long this fight lasts, there may not be a lot of opportunity <laughs> yeah. to keep yeah. the concession open. Hey, get um, your shirt! Yeah, quick. <laughs> Half <laughs> off shirts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get to the element of controversy from this past uh, weekend. At least, is it? Uh, well, it pertained to a lot of people, but Frank in particular had very hot opinions about this. All right, the feature bout was Jorge Masvidal taking on the uh, previously undefeated Ben Askren. Now, there was a lot of buildup to this fight. These two didn't like each other. A lot of words were exchanged. So I guess what we should do first is show the... uh, Let's pull up Frank's Twitter page. Let's do that first. I'm going to tell you what happened in the fight, if you don't know, but you probably know. It became the uh, fastest knockout in UFC history. Five seconds, defeating... Um, uh, Dwayne Bang Ludwig's six-second knockout of Jonathan Goulet a number of years back. Uh, the fight started. Masvidal came running to the center of the cage with a flying knee just as Askren was shooting in, as is his uh, uh, amateur wrestling want. And uh, head met knee, and Askren goes completely unconscious, fights over. Now, the celebration that occurred afterward, and that's what we're going to click on here is you see Masvidal leaning down and unconscious Askren. Now watch his flop where he kind of acts like a uh, he's out cold. Okay, you know what? Go uh, the other one. Yeah, click the other link there, Mikey, and that's got it. Uh, Click out of that, out of this. Just that one. Yeah, that one right there. Okay, we'll see it here. This is this is what really got your goat. Frank, as uh, my grandma used to say. Right there. All right, that's Masvidal acting like a dead man, Mm. flopping down. And the problem is, while he's doing this, Ben Askren is still unconscious. 
So he might be dead. We don't know at this point, and that's happening. So before we get into Masvidal's post-fight comments and, and what led up to this and all that, just tell me what got you so hot under the MMA collar about that. Well, I, look, I've been a fighter for a long time, and I know that you know the feelings run hot before a fight. We say things to each other. We were pissed off. We're about to go fight each other. But you're able to defend yourself. You know, you have a voice too. I have a voice. Mm. We're able to uh, exchange words. Uh, it's still honorable. You know what I mean? Uh, There's mm. still a sense of you can combat back. Uh, uh, and so when I saw the slapping on the mat, that didn't bother me. Even his grabbing his face, that was just, ex you know what I mean? Hey, you're excited. Be out there, be cocky. That didn't bother me at all. But now we're dealing with a guy who, who might be suffering from a, a head injury. I thought he broke his neck. I mean, mm -hmm. the way he seized mm -hmm. up yeah. was scary. If you're in the sport yeah. and you watch guys take hits, whether that was a football field, uh, you know, an ice rink, you know, yeah. a, a soccer pitch, if a guy locks up like that, that's dangerous. Yeah, it's scary. You know what I mean? For him to have that type of mocking towards another human beings who's legitimately hurt It'd be the equivalent of me after i broke somebody's arm sitting there laughing pointing at my arm like oh and starting like i can't move my arm you know i mean like i'm insulting an injury and to me that's not even that serious as you know to, the ultimate is the head you know yeah. I mean, yeah. let's let's just be honest if i you know lose my ability to grab something or if you know I, my yeah, yeah, knee yeah. blows out then yeah, quality of life goes down but i can still have a conversation with my children um, you have an aneurysm or, you know, I mean, he bleeds yeah. out later on. I mean, it is a contact sport to the head. Boxers have died in Absolutely. boxing. Have we had it happen yet in MMA? No. But yeah. at that moment to be, to be mocking a guy who's going through a serious head injury, I felt it was unclassy and uncalled for. Yeah, it was classy, Especially for because sure. we all know too, like, look, we have, there's, that guy's not even awake. You know, he's not even seeing what you're doing, right? Mm. You know who you're actually, and if you want to, oh, well, the guy talks shit, yeah, you won. You yeah. knocked him the fuck out in five seconds. There's nothing, you could run out of the cage right now and you won the fucking day. You won the internet because there's nothing that guy <laughs> yeah, can say yeah. now. All you got to do is go, you see, this is right. you going to sleep. You know what I mean? Pull, like Pulling your dick out and slapping on his forehead a bunch of times afterwards doesn't really. Yeah. No, yeah. And guess who is in the audience watching? His wife, yeah. his dad, his kids. Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like that's your, the part I wife, take. Your wife, your dad, your kids. Yeah, you know, and yeah. so yeah. And know, guess what? We have a lot family. of people, you know, and kids watching. You know, you, we're supposed to be leaders, and look, being hot before competition, athletes do that. We you know we get under each other. You know, yeah. that's still I, I feel in our culture acceptable. Mm -hmm. Oh, we talk as shit beforehand, I'm like. Well, come on, man. If none of us talk shit before a fight, no one's going to fucking watch fights. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come yeah. on. Conor McGregor is fucking Conor McGregor for a reason. Mm -hmm. I mean, even Chael Sonnen got into a lot of his fights because of Billy on a mic. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, that just helps. Hell, fuck, it helps inspire me. Before I fight a guy, I don't want a guy to be like, I really like Frank. Like, oh, God, <laughs> no, I got a lot of respect for Frank. Like, family, well, man, you're not bro. helping me out, dude. You uh, know what I mean? Like, you're who wants to watch that? A couple of guys, mutual respect. You know, really <laughs> he's very eloquent. Each other, eloquent yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, I mean, that's oh, just part of the business. Nice. <laughs> and, and, it smells nice. And, and I hope to think that most of the guys that are fighting are smart enough to realize that that is just part of the business, and that's part of getting up before an athletic event. I mean, shit, guys talk shit before they fucking shoot around at the fucking the, the gym. You know, hey, motherfucker. Can I ask you? Something we were talking about earlier, as you're, as you're saying all this, do you think, as society, we've talked about how we're so offended by words now that people take this and they literally take it to heart and in this moment, 
lets a bunch of words turn him into this guy who literally could have killed some dude and was some mocking some guy he, that may be dead. Yeah. Mm. And and if something had happened to him, uh, and and Askren didn't get up, would if would if he have not doubled down on that moment like he has and would have said, you know what, I have remorse. I was in, in but because nothing happened and he's okay, yeah. he's doubling down on no, you talk shit because in society now, like we get sticks and stones break our bones. Mm -hmm. Words used to never hurt us, but now words they crush the soul, mm. man. Yeah. They crush the soul. Yeah, I first of all, I I, I don't want this to go by without. Uh, highlighting it i think you just said something frank that really uh uh in 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 really sums this perspective up it's that he was not awake if right. if whatever whatever shit talking's gonna go on it seems like at least the one ground rule we could agree on is that both people have to be awake for it huh. so like yeah. this so if you're gonna come yeah. into my bedroom and yeah. talk shit to me while uh, in the middle of the night as bizarre as that would be at least wake me up first yeah, yeah. and then we do it right i think maybe that's the yeah, he was undefendable right and he was completely unarmed basically and i guess that's the part of the warrior in me goes yeah how dare you strike out at somebody at this moment is on they they can't do anything back yeah they're, they're completely yeah. defenseless yeah. yeah you know what i mean talk about being a bully you know what i mean like well, that's the essence of it like you can't fire back now yeah. i have car blanche to do whatever the fuck i want to do you're on the ground seizing up and i'm fucking going to insult you and and, and make fun of while your family and friends are all watching i'm yeah. like yeah. jesus man because my my no thought class. about it was you know we've and we've seen the plenty of people who still talk shit, keep it real, whatever phrase you want to use, even after the fight's done, but not when somebody is laying there unconscious for no. an extended period of time. I mean, this is not just like a typical fight stoppage where somebody wasn't firing sure. back, wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. too many unanswered punches in the fight, you know, and then Nate Diaz says, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers, when he chokes out Conor McGregor. That's a, this is a different level uh, than that. Now let's, in to in fairness to Jorge Masvidal, let's play uh, his comments, uh, his post-fight comments. Now this was at the press conference. John Morgan from MMA Junkie kind of led the questioning on this and uh, talked to him about the post-fight antics and and uh, 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 Masvidal was, was uh, very defensive about it. So let's hear what he had to say here. The punches weren't really necessary. Maybe they were super necessary. Why were they necessary? What do you mean, why were they not necessary? Because he was already knocked out at that point. But it, the referee hadn't pulled me off. And my job is to hit somebody till the referee pulls me off. So to those people, I would say, maybe don't watch him and may go back to soccer. I don't disagree with his statement. That part I don't disagree I saw with. Some other I have no problem with hitting him until the referee steps in. Any regrets in. at the celebration or your behavior in the cage afterwards? I, man, there's not too many people that I've disliked. I have over 50 pro fights, and he's one of them, you know. He talked about my manhood, talked about my culture, my ethnicity. Where, where do we draw? Why do certain people get to do stuff You online? So you could do anything. Everything is cool before a fight. You're allowed to do and say whatever you want, like other fighters are not doing, talking about people's religions, wife, even kids. That's cool. But after a fight, I'm not allowed to showboat and rub it in your face so you and guys like you could see it and be like, maybe I don't talk so much shit because... When I cross one of these real motherfuckers, they're going to make me pay for it, man. They're going to embarrass the shit out of me. And it's not over for Ben either. He still has to deal with me. If I see him at Whole Foods, I'm going to still slap that dude up because I don't like him. The last thing for me, I know after the last okay, fight. Okay, we'll pause it there. All right. My reply to that is you did win. 
and you would have had me one over too. You're right. You had a guy that talked shit, did things. You knocked him the fuck out. Mm -hmm. You could have celebrated, stomp on the ground. You hit him two more times, but then like you know what I mean? Like it's one of those things where it's like a guy comes over and he does a crime to you. And then you go over, you do the crime to him. I'm like, well, what'd you do? Well, he fucking, you know, the guy came over and smashed up my new car. And I didn't have insurance. I'm like, oh, what'd you do to him? Well, I went over there and I burned his fucking cats and dogs alive and skinned his fucking kids. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think that's yeah. a little overboard, bro? Yeah, I mean, yeah. there is a certain amount of justice where it goes too far. And I guess in my mind, him being that upset that he started fucking clowning a guy who was basically fucking locked up in a seizure, that was too far. You know, the two extra shots, he's absolutely right. Referee didn't stop him. Fuck, when I knocked out Mirko with a knee, I came in. It's like fucking, I don't know. I've seen guys fucking wake up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have. Yeah. There's a lot of money on the line, and you're a fucking tough son of a bitch. So, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to finish you. Yeah. He was fighting a guy who was undefeated. Finish the guy. Fuck mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Celebrate afterwards. Fuck yeah. Clowning the guy the way he did while he was knocked out, the way he did it bothered me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm really, I guess, being nitpicky. It's just locking up and insulting a brain injury while the guy is going through a fucking brain injury mm. I thought was too far. Yeah, and, and even if maybe if he hadn't been so defiant about it, you know, we've seen, I'm just trying to think, I'm blanking on who the fighter was. For, this just was like three weeks ago. There was a Brazilian fighter, knocked out a guy, and he kind of did the, as the guy got knocked out, because the guy was knocked out cold, he did the like, shh, like he's sleeping kind of motion. But by the time he was being interviewed after the fight, the very first thing out of his mouth was, I, I'm apologizing for that. I'm sorry. I got carried away. I was excited. I yeah. won. That's I shouldn't have done that. And done. I didn't yeah. give it another thought. Yeah. You know, you're like... A lot of adrenaline. You're excited. You're yeah. bond. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Lots of people say things after fights that, you know what I mean? Like, ah! Yeah. Okay, give me a few minutes to calm down. You yeah. Know what I mean? like, yeah. But then you're right. If he had it sat there and went, fuck, you know what? I was upset. The guy really got under my skin. Yeah. You know what I mean? When Morgan confronted with the questions, I wish he would have been like... He answered everything correctly except for like, yeah, you know what? I might have went too far there. The guy really upset me. But you know what? Knocked the fuck out. I was excited. I got fucking emotions ran wild. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In fairness, I have experienced this pain myself because after my, my knockout, uh, when I arrived at No Regrets Bar for the post-show party, Frank's youngest impersonated my knockout just <laughs> flopped down on the floor right in front of me and uh but here's the thing in fairness to him i was he waited until i was conscious i was conscious sure. when he when knew he knew you were going to be okay right. and hardly anybody saw because it was it was so quick well was, <laughs> i had to tell raj no. the, the, yeah, the, the, so, the full story is uh, our comedian friend doug stanhope yes, put him up to that, that. Yeah. and frank boy the look I was I yeah, he didn't like that. Yeah. It upset me. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't upset me. I was like, ha ha, very funny. I looked at Frank like, and Frank just had this look on his face like, what the fuck? Like, he was like, hi, hi. It was like, was that was that one of the worst things that somebody could influence your kid to do? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's gonna. God, I love there. Doug Stanhope. <laughs> right, like that's why he's one of my yeah. favorite comedians. And Ronan's yeah. not eighteen; he's yeah, no. what eight? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, like, that's, Doug, yeah. Doug was like, oh, you're too old. Where's your younger, where's yeah, your younger yeah. kid? Yeah. I, I, think, I think to the point, I think knowing you well enough now, like, and, and even for me, I can take the list of people who I really, truly probably despise, and I still wouldn't want to cause any permanent harm to them or kill them. Right. right. In the moment, defending whatever, you know, we yeah. talk about defending, right? But afterwards even my worst enemy i wouldn't want to turn into a vegetable or take their life because Correct. there's other people as much as i might think they're an asshole that love them or come yeah them. sure yeah and that to me i think your disappointment is that even that moment when you don't know that you may have just 
completely taken this dude's livelihood away that that human part of you didn't go, oh, fuck. As much mm. as I hate that guy, as much as an asshole, as much as he deserved everything he got, I don't want to. I don't want to take. You know, I don't want to have that right. on my resume. Yeah, I mean, right. and I can speak from experience. So. Everybody knows how much I liked Brock, disliked Brock Lesnar, right? <laughs> when he went through his diverticulitis, or, you know. Oh wait, yeah. Time, you still do, Frank. Uh, yeah, still don't, not. Co don't cost us money. You hate that guy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> when he went through his diverticulitis and looked like the guy was going to die and maybe lose his yeah. career, sure. I never gave an interview that I jumped on him like, oh, that's fucking what he deserves. You know, you live that kind of life right. or, you know, fucking. You Should know, have went you, vegan. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, a list of shit that, you know what I mean? Like, you know, he wants to insult healthcare systems. You know, yeah. No one said anything. I was like, man, you know what? I, I hope the guy ends up being okay. The guy's a fucking father. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's right. someone's fucking husband. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, like now it transcends me kicking yes. your ass into like, okay, you're a human being that's fucking breathing right, and shit, right. like providing for his family. Like, okay, yes. like hold on a second. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Let's like, go, let's yeah. bring the curtain back a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. isn't that real because if it was, I wouldn't even fucking meet you in the cage. I'd go fucking backstage and stab you. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly, yeah. If it was that real, if I had to fucking, you know what I mean? Like, if I hated you like that, then, so there's a certain amount of control, or if there was none, then how did I even get you on the same stage to weigh in? Yeah. Then, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's, I really hated someone, if someone had molested one of my kids, right, you right. think you could put me on a stage with them and have no, them square off? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, Fuck right, no. Right, I'd right. shoot them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. no, it's just, it's, oh, you're going to go to prison. I don't give a fuck. They're dying. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. that's true hatred. You know what I mm. mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This other stuff, it's like, look, it's sportative, it's combative, it's it's ego. You know yes. what I mean? Like, and that's when the ego can't override human, human well being. Exactly. I used this analogy yesterday on MMA Junkie because we were talking about this. I said, it's like this. If you pull a gun on me, mm -hmm. and I pull a gun on you and I shoot you, that's self-defense. Okay. I can win that in court. If you're unarmed, I pull a gun on you, shoot you and kill you, and the cops are questioning me and I go, yeah, but did you see his Twitter feed? He called my girlfriend a whore. Like, yeah, guess yeah. who's going to prison? Yeah, right. It's, you know, yeah. so so <laughs> it's the kind of, this yeah. idea that, well, someone said some words. To deserve so it. I can't be held accountable yeah. for anything. To me, goes too far. Now, I went digging. I'm, I'm glad you brought up the, the Lesnar analogy because this came up in your Twitter feed, and we'll talk about that in a second because a lot of people had comments about this, what you uh, posted. Um, but let's play the Askren clip real quick because I, I, I went digging for I was like, you know, Masvidal was talking about, like, he, he insulted my ethnicity and, and all this kind of stuff. And, and this was the clip that everybody's right. You're going to start over, I think, because we got to yeah, make the sense. audio go. But uh, this was the clip that everybody was referencing as the example of where Askren talked about his ethni now, ethnicity. Now, listen to this and tell me if you get that from this. Yo, George, I think I might have not said this in a language that you understand. So let me speak on your terms. Some freaking punk white boy from the suburbs with love handles and a stupid afro is calling you a punk and you ain't doing nothing about it. I used to remember watching you when you were tough and you fought in Kimbo's backyard for 20 bucks. Now you got the biggest money fight in the division and you're finding all kinds of reasons to be a little bitch. Okay, now that's before the fight. All right, mm -hmm. let me, let me, let me, give me the floor here for a second because I want, I want to get a point across. What I hate more than anything else is a bad argument. If I disagree with you, okay, we disagree. That's what he said that everybody's yeah. fucking tripping out on? Yeah, and, and let me... Holy exactly. shit, guys. That's a bad and, promo. And, and what, what I... Yeah, that I was mean, even good what, one. what I don't like <laughs> about bad arguments is this. People hear that and they go, oh, well, he's insulting Masvidal's culture and heritage 
because he said that he wasn't speaking a language that he could understand. No, but I'll tell you why. Because he still spoke English. Right. So it's not like that you don't, that's, it's not literally you don't speak English. So you Correct. didn't understand what I said. It's I wasn't speaking your, your street terms. So I'm going to do yeah. that. And then the very next thing he did was he put himself down. Yeah. The goofy yeah. guy with the love handles and the afro, afro yeah. and all that. From the suburbs right? kid. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And yeah. then when he brought up the white boy thing, listen. I I have been a fan of Jorge Masvidal. I've had a number of really good interviews with him over the years when I've interviewed him. I there's a lot of things I like about him. But I in all fairness, I have to say this. I have heard him use those exact terms about white boy and you're a white boy and this is a mm-hmm. white boy and that's not nobody's calling him by the n-word here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is not and and if it were the UFC would get involved. Yeah. If this if this were crossing some, right, right, right. talk about a company that's about to go public, if this were crossing some sort of line of, hey, yeah. we're not going to get into the, yeah. you know, the, the racial stuff. If it was even close to a line. Exactly. They would be talking about this. So yeah. to me, this whole thing has yeah, gotten... I was really expecting to hear like some kind of, like to me, I'm like, oh, fuck, what did he say? Did exactly, he go like on right. some Trump tirade? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck you, go back home. Like some yeah. crazy shit, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm like... Well, when I, when I saw that, he goes, uh, let me just put this in a language that you can understand. That's when I went, oh, so that's what... Because that right. immediately that's where my but I was waiting for him to speak some yeah. language. Yeah, yeah. He was waiting so, for a good when, voice or he, something. Yeah, or like impersonation. Right. He gave me nothing. Yeah, when he ah, didn't, I was like, "That's what that's what they're holding yeah. on to." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really I, exactly. So let's look at Frank's Twitter feed because oh, you man. you you must answer to the masses now, Frank, because you <laughs> tweeted that you were disappointed in this. Uh, your, your actual quote was, "You can see a man's character not in defeat, but how he handles victory." So uh, I just want to – we can't look at all the comments. There's too many of them, but let's uh, hit a few. Go and pull it up there, Mikey, his Twitter page. Uh, I got it in front of me too. Uh, let me just hit you with a few here, Frank, and you can defend him. Okay, so you say you want to murder Brock Lesnar, and, but this isn't okay with you. Explain to everybody what that is because a lot of people may not. In an interview, I said that they were asking basically what makes me edgy or like what would make someone tune in to watch you fight. Prior to the second Brock Lesnar fight? Prior to the okay. fight. Actually, it was before I wasn't. It was a buildup to a, a, a the first fight or the second. I think I already even said it. No, this was already after the second fight. Oh, this was me just throwing it out there as a oh, buildup because okay. I was actually getting to fight Shane Carwin, oh. and if I had won, the third fight would have been set up. And so uh, I said, I wanted you know what makes me edgy, and I laughed. I was like, oh, you know, like you know, like I really want uh, truly believer. I think that uh, Lesnar to be the first octagon related death, mm-hmm. and everybody flipped the fuck out when I said that. But I was just trying to be edgy and go out there. But honestly, I mean, there's certain things that you say that I don't think people like. I mean, I've heard BJ Penn go, you know, this is we're out for blood. This is for real. This is to the death. I'm going to kill you. You know what I mean? Like those are euphemisms that we use all the time in our common you know, vocabulary that I think a person of average intelligence realizes that, oh man, during the game, he said he was going to kill him. You're like, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't really mean he's going to go back right. to his gym bag, get a gun and shoot him. Mm-hmm. He meant he's going to tackle him so hard that his mother wishes that he was never, you know, like there's, there's thought process and mm-hmm. shit talking. You know what I mean? And case in point, uh, who decided that was a little too far? The UFC decided it was too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
they said something to you, yep, right? I lost my WEC job and basically almost lost fight. I mean, a month before I fought Carwin, I didn't think I had a career anymore. Wow. So like, I didn't even go to the gym for 30 days. I just sat at home. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. that's kind of my point is they're a great barometer of when something, you know, yep. w whether or not you, you think that was too far, I didn't mean that or whatever. They'll come to you and tell you, hey, that's going too far, you know? Okay. And obviously that was not the case here. Uh, they didn't come to Askren prior to the fight. There didn't seem to be any cause for concern. Concern. All right, you had your defenders too uh, here, Frank. Here's somebody. Uh, yeah, you got to show more class in victory. Uh, lost a lot of potential fans by mocking a guy that was seriously hurt. It's a testament to one's true character. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, here's one. Now, this, well, now you talk about a bad argument. Here's one. People need to realize this ain't a game if you talk shit about me online disrespect my culture my family my intelligence publicly when i see you in person i'm gonna fuck you up i do the same shit this ain't a game bro okay here's my response to shimrock bjj when you say this ain't a game bro this is exactly a game. This, yeah. this, this is the <laughs> definition of a game. Do you know yeah, how much of a game, game it was Saturday night? They kept score. Right. They, they, they have I rules. Mean, yeah. They're made up. Yeah. I mean, it's literally a game. Now, <laughs> now, if this happens in an alley, it's a crime. That's yeah. But Saturday <laughs> yeah. night, it was a game. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. that, to me, like that's the definition. <laughs> You're not gonna have time to mock argument. the guy by that's by by dead, by dead next to him. You'll be running because the cops are on the way. You're yeah. not gonna have time to sit there right, right. next to him making fun and of him. See, like, get, I, get out of here. I think there are some people who take the vicarious experience of this so far that they want to believe that this is. You could just pick this right up out of the uh, the cage and put it in an alley. And this is exactly what oh, you'd yeah. see. Right. And that's not the case because no. you can't gouge a person's eyes. You can't headbutt mm. them. You can't yeah. kick them in the groin. There's, sorry, there's rules. rules yeah. People don't, before they get in a street <laughs> fight, they don't make weight. They don't have no. that. Well, and I don't wait for someone else to tell me when I can start. Or that. Sure. Or when I have to stop. Or yeah. that. And I'm usually not going to stand in front of them. I'm going to be hiding in a bush with some type of weapon in my hand. Yeah. 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 You're and not going to see it. And, and, and it doesn't belittle the intensity of the emotion behind it. When we're fighting, there is emotion and tenacity behind it, just like on a, a football field. Sure. The other guys are trying to fucking kill the other guy. Mm -hmm. Not right. literally fucking kill and the that, other guy. Right. If they really wanted to kill the other team, then why the fuck don't they charge across the sideline and start <laughs> using their helmets to fucking crush skulls? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. like they're within the parameters of what you're trying oh, to do. Shit. You're trying to again. It's ego and manhood. How easy would it be yeah. to shank some If your ego pilots. and your manhood is so fucking <laughs> fragile that you're willing to kill people over it or shoot somebody or think that you have to. You're pathetic. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, then that obviously just shows the fact you need to really take a hard look at or yourself. You, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Well, I like what you said is, is your inner warrior. Like, there's honor in that. Yeah. And like, so if you can. I mean, uh, we all are still adhering to a certain qualm of rules and etiquette. It just yeah. it is. Would have had so much more respect had he woken him up like Brutus the Barber Beefcake used to yeah. do to the guys, and then mocked him like he fell asleep. Yeah, like I, at I, least I, wake him up first and let I him. I would have laughed. That would have been that awesome. I would have laughed. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what had me. Come on, man. Like, I think what we can all agree on is because yeah, I'm right, sitting there watching yeah. this happen. Okay, I'm not dead. Oh, fuck and it. now you really rubbed it. And I'm looking over. I'm like, do we even know if he's fucking gonna fucking live through this? And again, the football analogy, man. If you knock a guy, if you knock a guy with a big hit. You know, when he's out there and he's not moving, 
and they got the, the you know, as much yeah, as you, you might hate the other that? team, could and the guys out there are right clowning now? this dude. Mike Utley's sitting there laying there before he gets Could you imagine? You know, Same thing, a football hit. Guy crushed it, the guy taught shit. You couldn't cover yeah. him. He couldn't and do I nothing. Hate him. Right. Boom, here comes the big hit. Now the guy's on the ground for three minutes, fucking doing, you know, he's fucking twitching and hurting, and he's obviously fucked up. Mm. Medics are out there. Everybody's sitting there, and you're there fucking. On the 20-yard line could right you imagine falling what they would do Your football career would fucking be over. Or you'd play the XFL probably. You'd be, yeah. you'd be a yeah, hot commodity. <laughs> you know, people would sit there and go, "What the fuck are you doing? That guy's hurt. Yeah. He's injured right yeah. now." Like, hold on a second. Like, when the whistle blows, kill each other. Yeah, let him get when up. The whistle's over with. Chill the fuck out. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. Let me, let me you got to learn how to turn it off and on. Yeah. And let me add one more point too. Is that one of the things that I have always prided myself on in, in being involved in this sport? First, covering it in media, and then even you know getting involved in rudimentary training and things like that, and and befriending people like Frank, is that I always like the fact that as violent of a sport as it is, that professional fighters, by and large, there are some exceptions, but certainly the ones that I would want to call friends, are the, the most unassuming people you would want to know. Because they don't, they're not insecure about anything. Right. They know they're the toughest person, so they don't have to prove anything. Right. right? And right. so it's always the guy, because no one enjoys being around the insecure asshole who's always having to tell you how tough they are. That's the guy you're always hoping gets squashed. Right? Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. to admiring that kind of guy. We're I've, been, made, I've been making a career off that, by the way. I saw a thing. Funny you say that. I saw that in a, in a video talking about people acting crazy, and it showed uh, Randy Orton, right? Yeah. I've seen the guy in person. He's a pretty big motherfucker. Yeah. You know, he's a he's professional six, six, athlete six, five, in any six, sport six. he chooses to do. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. It shows him walking down the fucking ramp and some fan like punches him on the fucking arm, you know, you know dick move. And then he just kind of stands up there and kind of clowns the kid a little bit and walks off. Had he sat there and go, how the fuck dare you fucking hit me? Yeah, yeah. Disrespect me, fucking him out here. He could have fucking easily grabbed, snatched that kid to the ground, fucking yeah, rearranged yeah, every bone yeah. in his body before security got to him. Mm-hmm. But he knew, like, come on, the guy's like looking at him like, eh, you're on the fucking, you know what I mean? Like, there has to be a certain amount of confidence you have as a man where you sit there and go, okay, there are times when I have to fuck you up. This isn't one of them, dude. Not over this. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I'll give you the devil's advocate side of that, Frank. Because, see, back in the day, if you reached over the guardrail and you touched the wrestlers, you were free game. Really? Well, if yeah, you yeah. run up on stage you in become a concert, part of the act. If, you, if you run on the sidelines <laughs> of the football field, yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to be part of the show. Like Because there used to be a line that people knew of respect that you yeah. cross. Yeah. And the problem is, is that line's been erased because one too many times some guy got to do that across the guardrail yeah. and nothing happened. The parent didn't do anything or the guy did something and then that guy got reprimanded because you can't put your... And now, I was told at four years old when I went to the Mecca Arena with the first uh, AWA show, and we had front row seats, and my dad told me, if you reach over and you touch the wrestlers, they can touch you, and there's nothing I can do about it. And that was literally all I had to know to know where yeah. my line was. Mm. They all have a good time, but don't reach over. That's don't. also before the promotion went public, though. Well, that was now the they're like, day. Now they're like, yeah, our, we talked to our insurance company. Sure. The, it's not yeah, covering yeah. Well, the Well, now we uh, live in a thing where yeah. if, you, if you hop over the, the fence in the zoo and the yeah. zoo animal attacks you, the zoo Here gets put down yeah. and you get money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember Wait a the sportatorium. Yeah, the sportatorium. That is the excessive yeah. on the other end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> the other side. Yeah, there is the other so side. There's a balance. There is a balance. But this isn't a fan jumping in the cage. These are the two people who are supposed to be in there to begin with. Mixing some shit up. Exactly. before a fight talking shit. I mean, yeah. 
can you imagine if we're not allowed to talk shit before we compete? Like, yeah. So you mean I'm gonna go play? We're at Lifetime. We're gonna play basketball. No bantering before we go. Like, hey, motherfucker. Like, really? Can you dribble? Like, oh, are you insulting my dribbling skills? Buddy? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're not allowed to fucking talk shit no more as adult yeah. males. You know what I mean? Like, really? Like, uh, well, come on, don't be such a pussy. Turn shit talking. Speaking of the real world, mm. it's time for uh, Porno Mikey's Headlines. Mikey, take us to Disneyland because you got when it. I saw this story, everyone knows that listens to Phone Booth Fighting uh, and subscribes that Frank and I love Disneyland. We, we have agreed, <laughs> I believe, Frank, that there is no more. Is there any more no. of a combined love that you and I share than that for Disneyland. We don't think there is, right? No. It's our families come together. That's and definitely our, our common bond right oh, there. Oh, we true. love Disneyland. I have never been. What? No, you same. live in what? What? Yeah. I went to I lived, I, Disney World's in Florida, right? Yes. So I went there once. I yeah, think so I that's was, not the real Disneyland. Yeah, I've yeah. yeah. <laughs> been in And I live in L.A., and I've never, yeah, exactly. I've never been. All right, well, we're going to rectify this, Raj. <laughs> I, I'm at Disneyland. I'm not paying $195,000 a ticket. Yeah. Like that's well, for, and, and, and a $16 churro. Lucky for yeah, you, uh, I'm an annual pass holder, and right now there's a $99 one-day park hopper special going on. So we got to get you out there next time. We're out there at least once a month frank goes really? all the okay. time too really? yeah right. so uh now <laughs> those who have heard our disneyland breakdowns um know that i have bragged incessantly for a long time now that i marvel at the fact that i have never seen a problem at disneyland I've never seen a security problem. When oh. when Disneyland is is filled to capacity, they say they can get eighty five thousand people in there. Really? Yeah. And when you see oh, per day, per day, that's mm -hmm. insane. Yep. And when you see the people, uh, it's not like I don't ever see somebody who doesn't make me think. Well, I'll bet on any other day of the year that person's up to <laughs> no good, but they just take the day off from troublemaking because they're at Disneyland. Yeah. Just exactly. not Remember, I got the weigh-ins. Oh, oh, what time are you doing wins? I got to leave here at 5.20. Okay, let's... Uh, uh, 5.30, I can leave. Okay, got it, got it. Oh, yeah, you're doing uh, uh, FF. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just... Yeah, no, no, no. I oh, can I take you yeah. there on my way home, too, if you want. Yeah, or no, Jen's pulling up right Oh, now. perfect. There All you right. go, even better. All right, there you go. We'll and this is glor glorious. Yeah, we're yeah. going to talk this about is this. Great. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah. so, so I have always said, and I've said that when we've been at the park, you and me, Frank, I'm like, look around. Like, isn't it cool that you just don't ever see any problems? The other thing is you don't see a heavy presence of security. I've always assumed they were kind of there, like you no, just didn't. Hidden. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're kind of, I figured if there ever really was a problem, they would just kind of come out of the walls. Yeah. But uh, I'd never seen this. All right, well, I, I bragged on it for too long. And over the last week or so, there was a fight in Toontown, right in front of Goofy's Playhouse, uh, a brawl I knew it. that took place Toontown's that involved never yeah, right uh, a number of members of the same family. Now, if you're... This is, that was now, the part that got wait, me. Wait, wait, pause it. If you're watching our uh, Phone Booth Fighting YouTube channel, you're seeing the video. Uh, this is disturbing. I, I'm going to tell you, right. this, this is not funny, really, because yeah. you're seeing some, some women, is, like, right. really get beaten up. Plus... But, 
Plus, Buster Rhymes is not looking good oh. these days either. This yeah. guy, hopefully they've apprehended him. My understanding is the Anaheim police, they, they by the way, they you're going to watch this and you go, well, why aren't these people in jail? Apparently, they threw them all out of the park. The police took a, a report, but none of the family members wanted to rat each other out, uh-huh. so they were being uncooperative. Yeah. They didn't know video existed, though. So now that the video is released, the cops think they've got something to follow up on. So let's, okay. let's go ahead and play it. Uh, you're going to see this woman... Uh, spit on this dude. Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, Okay, so these two guys square off. Yeah. Well, I think that's his woman. The guy in the white shirt, that's yeah. his girl. Okay. okay. Spit. But watch what's about to happen. What is oh. that? Yeah. Oh, he hit his girl. He hit his girl. Yeah. 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 Wow, that was weak. Now, now this, the, the grandma has the just rolled up on yeah. the scooter she just, in the middle of the fight. Oh, there goes her disability claim. A random toddler is just wandering into the fracas. Oh, oh Buster. Oh, come on, Buster. Don't be doing that. Come on. And everybody's standing around. Yeah. The planning is very one that pause it here for a second, Mikey. This is, All right, I didn't realize this. I only saw like a thirty-five second. No, clip. this thing went on for. Like I didn't realize yeah. this was. It geez. went on for five yeah. minutes. All right, well, now five minutes. I, uh, let's wow. just talk about what we've seen thus far, Frank. Um, the the woman, uh, heavy set woman, spits on the dude. Yeah. The dude starts hitting her. Her guy squares off with the guy in the red. But at some point, the second dude fires a random shot at a second one. I don't. I don't think it was. A, I think it was. Well, you hit my girl, so I'm going to hit your yeah. girl. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm getting. Right. Okay. It was a yeah. good soccer and punch. Then, uh, it was. It was. It was and, pretty. And soft. then uh, also, there's there's multiple children involved in this. First yes, of all, that's the, really, one of that's the women so has a stroller with two kids in it, yeah. and when the fight breaks out, she just lets the stroller go, and you see it roll out of frame, <laughs> so she can get involved in the fight. Hopefully, that kid's still rolling away and just rolled yeah. into some other. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Rolled <laughs> <across laughs> roll to the security. Stork picked it up and it off somewhere else. Rolled to security, literally. Rolled to safety. Yeah. There's another toddler who's just walking around. I mean, it, you know, this kid I'm worried about, like, somebody's going to fall on him or something. Yeah. Grandma comes in on her scooter and tries to get in the middle. And, and here's the thing. Now we're one minute into it, okay? Nobody has tried to intervene except the one elderly janitor. There's an elderly janitor who's come up, and he's got his broom and his dustpan in his hand, and he's trying to get in the middle of it. Um, what are your thoughts so far, Frank? Here's the thing. Uh, I don't get involved in altercations I see in the street unless I think I'm going to save you from potential bodily harm. Right. Meaning that if I see two, uh, even a man and a woman, I, here's my thing. I worked too many years in a club. Mm. I've stopped too many times of a guy beating on a girl and get involved for me to find out the next day that she's fucking still back with the guy and he's picking her up and dropping her off mm. at work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah. I've kind of learned to stay out of domestic violence uh, dis- disputes because, fuck, I've had at times where I've went and defended a girl from getting her ass beat in the club by her, her man, and guess who fucking jumps on my back? The girl. Yeah. The yeah. fucking girl. Right. You know what I mean, it's yeah. like, holy shit, I'm here because of you to begin with. You know yeah, I, mean? I, used like, to, sure. I used to have a nightclub in Dallas, and one time uh, we saw, like, it's you know, you get this, your spidey senses tingle. Yeah. And I'm like, something's about to pop off, and mm. we watched this guy punch a girl. I mean, it knocked her out cold. 
and we threw him out, and, and he was roughed up while he was being thrown out. And his girlfriend, who was, w- watched him knock out this girl, is defending him and trying to fight our security. Yeah. Like, that was the most amazing shit I've ever yeah. seen. I'm like, you just watched yeah. him knock out a girl for no reason. <laughs> that, that, okay, that being said. So I don't get involved because yeah. of that reason. Unless, like, if I would have saw somebody unconscious and they're being, their head's being sure, stomped out, then, okay, look, sure. yeah, yeah. I have to intervene now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to because... Hey, I saw. I have shit to lose. I don't want to get yeah, sued. Right. Like right now, the people sitting there. And there's a, a melee that occurs, right? You start looking there and they go, "Oh, oh shit!" Trust me, your attorney goes, "Oh fuck, guess who's in the video?" You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy's recognizable. I see yeah. an Austin. Well, fuck, man. Let's Google that guy. Let's see what he owns. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? like fuck. Yeah. You know? So society sucks that way. Where I'm sorry, I I have shit. I don't want to lose. I'll, I feel as a human, I'll keep you from fucking dying or being disfigured. But beyond that, that's I'm, on you. Yeah. yeah, I'm clearing the way out of the way. I just don't want to fucking take a straight bullet. I'm getting the fuck out. Right. Well, I I don't know the story. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you well, deserve to get beat up. I don't know. Here's my position on this. Yeah. Uh, once it gets a minute, okay. Here's the people I excuse up front. Mm. You're holding your kid. Like, yeah. I understand you can't like put your toddler down and go deal with this or something okay that's uh uh number one but if you're if you're a dude and you don't you're not holding on to your kid or something like that and you're gonna need to be there to protect them i'll even give you a pass at the the moment where something happens like a slap or something you weren't ready for it especially not expecting it at disneyland you're still kind of processing it like what the hell was that Mm. and you're thinking okay security's here any second but now we're getting into minute two, minute three. Right. There actually, there's rounds to this fight. Yeah. Like they're taking <laughs> the time off, and then they're going back to fighting. And I'm gonna say, honestly, if it were, I know it's easy to like say, yeah, I wasn't there, or whatever. But if I'm seeing, we're gonna play the rest of this as this thing goes on, and I still don't see security. I feel well, like aren't at you that also point, doing a? Uh, Maybe this is me just from so much experience in fighting. Yeah. I'm also doing kind of an inner dialogue going, oh, that's like right now, yeah. nobody's really hurt. Yeah. And that no guy, really, and the guy in the white like, doesn't know how to throw punches. The punches that right. they're yeah. throwing, yeah. Yeah, the hair overhead. pulling, yeah. the worst right. they're going to do is like, well, a couple of their weaves are gotten yanked on. Like, I'm yeah. sure that hurts, yeah. but that's not life altering. That's not going to have to be reconstructive yeah. surgery. Well, There's right. no brain damage being done it's, right, right. It's now. It's Actually, gonna, just get a little cardio, a little exercise. It's going to work out in They're working through some shit. Yeah. It's going to get rougher and the other thing is too i'm worried about these kids that are just wandering around yeah in there, you know right. okay go ahead and play it here mikey yeah all right good oh now they're locking up again and grandma's down oh, now grandma's down she took a good bump, though. She did. She that did. Good. A little she slow. It wasn't fast. Her hips up, she didn't attack like, the ground yeah. very well. <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb and say none of these people are vegan, Richard. What do you think? Jesus. I, mean, I, I want to just guess them. Look at this. All right. Pause oh, it. There we go. Pause oh, oh, it. Oh, oh, no. All right, that wasn't even good. Now, the guy in the red, yeah. he's he's hitting the woman. He's He sees Grandma go down. Yeah, That's, yeah. I guess, his mother because and he stopped. And I'm sorry, for people that watch sure. it, I, I laughed when she – okay, so people ask me all the time, like, what, what makes me laugh? And yeah. people yeah. falling. People falling. Yeah. People well, falling yeah. makes when, me laugh. When Grandma people goes, getting hurt. people falling is yeah. funny once yeah. you know they're okay. <laughs> when yeah. Grandma goes down, the guy in the red stops hitting the woman long enough to look down and go, come on, Mama, come on, and tries to pick her up. Yeah. Sure. And then once she gets back up, he goes back to assaulting this woman. It's played yeah. here. 
Multitasking. Oh, good lord. Now that woman's down. We're seeing the first couple of guys try to get in the middle and break this up. Kids are crying. Well, if you're going to go to Disney for the first time, you should make it memorable. These kids will never forget this experience. I will say this. One of those guys, you know, it's That's pretty savvy of him. I think what he said to that guy was, hey, you know, somebody's filming this. Like, you probably ought to yeah. thinking maybe that would get him to right. stop. Like, you're going to get arrested. I don't care. Like, what are they going to no, take? Beyond, I don't have anything. Yeah. He's beyond. To quote him, he don't give a fuck about no right video. He's ready. he's ready to go. He wanted everybody to know that he's ready to go to jail tonight. Yeah. That's an announcement I've never made. Now he's starting to now look. It's he's following oh, oh. woman number two, and he's grabbing her now. This is a totally Wait, different woman. He's going to assault. Woman? That's his. Woman. That's his girlfriend, I guess. Yeah. I'm so confused. I've, yeah, I'm just trying. And, to, and what the toddler meeting chart? Got, <laughs> yeah, I don't know who's that. Who's the toddler meeting? Look at this. Oh, oh, now no, he's, he's hitting his his, his girl. Now those are uppercuts. Yeah. He's beating up Someone his own girl? Beat this yeah. Now. Just needs yeah. Okay. This and See, fortunately, now, now, now three, guy. four guys oh, her hair. get a oh, hold wow. of her. You're holding your hair? Oh, man. And by please, the way, please, pause it, no. Mikey. Pause now it. Now it's okay. Now got three minutes into this video, where is security? No security. Dad, I blew my mind. It's, it's like three minutes. I was stunned at this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, these are all other. other. Because it's not like they're just at the front. They're all over the park. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead and keep going, Mikey. Now they've yeah, got him to the ground. Uh, they choked him unconscious. Good. But see, this is a part where it's hard as a civilian, as a pedestrian watching this to get involved. You start getting this guy down. Let's say you choke him out, put yeah. him down. Then the person he was just hitting fucking starts attacking you. Yeah. yeah. Like you're like just an extra factor in it now. Like that's right. what sucks about yeah. this. There's it's like security finally. Security Jeez. and a half minutes. finally show up oh, three and a half and minutes. And he's strolling in is what yeah. bugs yeah. me. He's not like, oh my God. There's no sense my, of urgency. My concern, yeah. and the security guys too, here's the other thing. You look at the perpetrator over here, mm -hmm. and I think it's pretty clear to tell who's the trouble. Because when you walk up on the scene, okay, could it be the one that the four guys are trying to hold down? Could that be the problem? <laughs> and the security is really not directly addressing him so much as they are just trying to clear the uh, the, 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 the area. The yeah, exactly. All right, now I'm with you on the and so the woman in the tan tank top, who was his woman, I think. He's going to get to his feet. All right. See, but here's the thing. Now he's up again, ranting and raving. And I don't see him really being contained. No, this is bad security work. They yeah. need to. They have cuffs. At this moment, they need to start grabbing people, snatching That's them up. It. Yeah. I Defusing this because, like, right now, this guy pacing, he's keeping the situation going. Yeah. He's pissed the fuck off. See what I mean? Like, they're letting him pace over yeah. here to instigate more of a battle. Now, what he's doing here, and this is what you guys were alluding to a second ago. Because this is their job. They don't get the, 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 the luxury that I get in saying, hey, I don't want to be sued. Mm -hmm. I, I don't yeah. want to get fucking, I don't want to jump on you and then fucking have your wife fucking claw my fucking yeah. face off. I don't want to deal with the shit. You know what I mean? But I also don't have a job at Disneyland where that's my, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> my number one thing is the security of everybody there. It's like, well, right. fucking jump on this dude. That is your job. Well, and when the, when the four guys brought him down, if, 
it, the other thing is too if i if i had been in that i would like to think that i would have the presence of mind to communicate with these other guys and say okay we're holding him down you take an arm you got a leg i got a neck we're going to hold it till the security shows up yeah. we're certainly not going to let him go and then let him pop up now here's the other thing when this the woman that he was assaulting a second ago is now apologizing to him yeah. and saying they were trying to hurt you i was trying to protect you now i'm right out on her too that's i think what you guys yeah, were that's alluding the to the craziness I'm with of you. the i'm with yeah. you domestic okay. Go ahead and dispute play the last brings. 15 seconds of it but see now look the security they're going to follow him but they're letting him wander off into the park there's other people around like, that guy should not be up walking. Well, go tell but, that guy but, who's getting $12 an hour that he should go subdue. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's also, a fact. That also, yeah. it, it being such, you're, you're talking about being sued. It's such a litigious society now. Like, let's say you do have an arm and you do have a leg and mm -hmm. you do have a neck. And then uh, he goes, my neck hurts, my arm hurts, my leg mm -hmm. hurts. And now all three of you right. are well, fucked. And then mm -hmm. to what you just said on the $12 an hour, I, I see security all the time. And, and I see, fuck, man, I see it with police officers. Yeah. And I look over and I go, mm -hmm. wow. The fire department at least has a certain level of fitness that mm -hmm. these guys, because yeah. they're like, hey, you, sure. you gotta have a job. certain level of fitness to save my life. Sure. Man, woman, you have to have a certain level of fitness because, hey, dragging this hose, cutting yeah. down doors, like, hey, it's a physical job, so we're gonna require you to yeah. have. I don't see a lot of 400 pound yeah. firefighters, but I see 400 pound out of shape, or I see 110 pound security guards, where I look at them and yep. go, okay, I realize that 95% of your job is checking an not having that happen, yes. mm -hmm. but what? But when it does happen, I need you to jump on a yeah. guy and keep no this from happening. No one's secure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, I'm like, and, I, and yeah. I've always laughed. Like, I look around, like, look how dangerous that guy was. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't even know how to fight. He's just a big guy. Yeah. He couldn't fight to save his ass. Right mm -hmm. now, I couldn't pick a guy in the UFC that that guy could beat. Nobody. Mm -hmm. right? <laughs> uh, right. Small. We can go to a Tough Enough show, the amateur show. That guy's mm -hmm. not doing well. Yeah. But he's big, and there's nothing they can do with him. Now, imagine someone like me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that's the other end of the spectrum. But... But geez, I mean, there are like that's always. And these guys over. aren't being. They're not I'm like, skilled enough. What are you enough? supposed to do? Yeah, like, you have yeah. no, no skill physical no fitness, motivation. no skill. Like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like, wow. Like, I was, you, We are not safe with some of the security that they have. Yeah. Can I can I take this to a, a, a deeper level? You guys can maybe talk about it on the next thing. When you go back to the, the police officers, that's something I've thought about a long time. You think that maybe plays the culture where they're grabbing for their gun right away? 100 percent. 100 percent. 100 percent. Because they, they know that they're not safe because yeah. they couldn't take that guy because they don't have the training. They're not uh, physically able. No, there's so, situations that I could put myself in with my training. Obviously, that's on the far end that most police officers never get to that level, right? Yeah where I could detain a violent situation a lot easier than somebody else could. And because of that ability, I would have to go lethal a lot less often. You know what I mean? feel confident. Barring can... just pulling out a knife or yeah. a gun, anything else I can handle without pulling out right. my gun. You know what I mean? Like, all right, yeah, well, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Especially now you add that there's two of us, okay? Right. You're, yeah, not gonna, yeah. mm -hmm. you're actually safer the more skilled I am. The right. less skilled you right. are, as a, then you're getting fucking beat Skittish. with a baton yep. and fucking, then you're getting shot, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway. Well, let me, uh, well, let me, I gotta jump in the shower real fast. Yeah, I just, I'll, I'll wrap on oh. this. Do you want to hear me sound uh, not like my liberal self for a second? Mm. The guy in the red, I hope he's killed. Like, there, what possible use could this person be to society? Like, I, I've seen enough. Well, you know, I've we seen could, the video. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, we're judging the guy for one bad moment. Wow. Yeah. No, I've seen plenty. Really? I believe that uh, there's – now, I oppose the death penalty because I don't think it, it works strategically. Right. Not because I wouldn't like it if somebody mm. – if, if I didn't have the, the infallible ability to see something like that mm. and just wave my hand and go, woof. 
Gone with yeah. you. That's I've seen enough of him. I don't need him. I think we just put all those guys like those cats in in a prison, and we just we we do pay per views with those guys. Let them just go slap the shit out of each other yeah. while we enjoy it. It's I might. real man. Hey, listen, you say some shit. You know, yeah. it's, say no you got I better firm, firm believer that uh, pay per view punishment. I'm, I'm watching the whole thing, and the only thing I can think is, uh, did they all ride together? Yeah, oh. right, yeah. yeah. No, you know yeah. when they got home, they're all watching this shit on the same TV. You know what I mean? Like, they're yeah, all family. They're, you know what? They're seeing how many views their YouTube videos yeah. getting now. They're That's so, why you don't get involved. Man, we would have done this shit years ago had we known this is all we need to do to get famous. I, we would have slapped the shit of each other. I hope something horrible happens. And also, uh, all the kids need to be somewhere else. Yeah. I, want, I want all yeah, the kids I guess away I do, from that family. Besides the, the, the commotion, yeah. the actual physical violence of it, yeah. just... Maybe I'm very desensitized. Desensitized yeah, to what physical violence really yeah. is, but that really wasn't that violent. Most offensive yeah, thing I saw in there was when her, her stomach was popped out when she was on her side. Yeah, I mean, the I pulling just, of the hair, dragging know, the girl on the ground, like right. shit she shouldn't do. But as far as like malicious damage, it wasn't like, you know, you had her pinned against the pavement, was dropping knees on the back yeah, of her head and yeah. elbows. You know, I, I've, I've seen weak. some stuff on the internet where I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. But Disneyland. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. And in fairness, in at, fairness. At, at Toontown. Yeah, well, I was going to say, in fairness, Goofy does live in a bad area. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> like he has a bad part but, of town. You know, I was thinking, it was right in front of that fountain, and Frank and I have a picture of ourselves together in front of that fountain where we're both wearing like mouse ears and stuff. Mm. It's like maybe the most yeah. homoerotic photo we have together. That's pretty adorable. And I'm like, how dare they? <laughs> right on the, the <laughs> sacred the, ground oh, wow. of the, the Mickey of that. fountain. That's right. That's All right. Well, one more time, a reminder that Raj Sharma yeah. is uh, going to be at the uh, I- the uh, Laugh Factory here in Las Vegas through Sunday. If you're in the Las Vegas area, two shows nightly. Where can everybody follow you on uh, uh, social Everything's media at like. Comedian Raj, all one word. So, R-A-J. Uh, comedian R-A-J. Um, that's my Instagram, my Twitter, mm-hmm. my Facebook. Uh, my Facebook, go to a, a comedian, uh, comedian Raj fan page. Don't you had to restart that because the the Amish mafia had the first page. Yeah, they uh, reported it. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I my my personal page is all like. You'll, you'll know my opinion of Trump. Very nice. Uh, so if you don't want cat pictures. No. You'll know my opinion Frank, of Trump. Frank, uh, do the one thing you do uh, here at the close of the show. Tell them about the Amazon banner. Easy way to help us out here at the show is clicking on the Amazon banner on our Fumbu Fighting webpage. By doing so, a small percentage of all your purchases come back here to help us out. And don't forget, check out Mitrospec. Uh, if you click on FrankMir15 as a promo code, get 15% off any of your purchases. That's it. Austin, thanks for jumping in here with us. Thank as always, we me. appreciate you. Subscribe to our Phone Booth Fighting YouTube channel. Uh, check out the Patreon at phoneboothfighting.com for added bonus content. And uh, tell a friend about Phone Booth Fighting. We appreciate you being with us for this one. Thanks, Porno Mikey. We'll see you next time right here on Phone Booth Fighting. Everybody was Kung Fu.